0: I will say kiss at this moment because I haven't heard a lot of kiss, but I'm open to kiss, you know? <laughs> that was really stupid.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, See? I'm not opposed to uh, laughing. I love uh, laughing. I stupid. Hate shit. Laughing. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and... Well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go. Mm -hmm. see yeah, yeah, here yeah. yeah.
0: All right This here This here Ladies and germs This, is here. Uh, Asinine this right Radio. here This right here this, this is Asinine Radio This is the number one music podcast the number one podcast actually in the world go look us up on uh, itunes and spotify we are number one because we are the best and we don't have ads so we're even better so suck on that uh yeah this is asinine radio uh this week uh we're getting into our album of the week is going to be a frankenstein drag queen's album but before we do that we're going to rank all their albums but before we do that i want you all to go to itunes And I want you to go there, rate, review, and subscribe to us. Rate us five stars. Leave us a wonderful, glowing review. And uh, our social media, we're at Asinine Radio. Follow us there, Instagram, Twitter, the Facebooks. Go do that. That's fun. Website is asinineradio.com. Yes, we are even that old and ancient that we have a website, and it's asinineradio.com. So good. So get into that. My name is Tyler, and way out there in the ether, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff he's he's there he's there he's and we're gonna do this we're gonna do this right are we but uh yeah like I said we're doing we're doing the Frankenstein drag queens from planet 13 album yes. and uh but before we do that we're gonna rank all four of their albums and uh we're gonna get into that and then we're gonna get into the album so we're gonna go from worst to best and uh did you only listen to the Frankenstein drag queens album yeah Ah, Come on! I was hoping you listened to the Murder Dolls, or the, his solo stuff. I don't know. Come on! Just for fun, I ranked all of his stuff because I listened to all of his stuff. But just saying. Um, but yeah, anyway. So l- let's start with your least favorite. I'm not going to say the worst because they're all good. But your least favorite Frankenstein, Drag Queen there, from Planet 13. There's
1: no way album. that you think these are all good. There's no way. I enjoy you're all of them. You're fucking joking. You're 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 high. You're you're <laughs> lying. You're there's no way
0: I don't lie Jeff
1: Ugh. I'm the most honest man In the world You lie like a rug So they worst call me worst album Tyler. Nobody calls you that <laughs> <laughs> Okay Continue uh, Fuck Hold on now, now you made me lose my You made me bleed my I'm own sorry. blood
0: I'm sorry Jeff is not Not a Wednesday 13 fan At all He never has been He's always I get teased quite a bit By Jeff So about about Wednesday, but hopefully I can convert him. Yeah, but you probably will. I just wanted to throw that their out
1: there. their worst album is "Songs from the Re- Recently Deceased." Okay, that that was their worst album. I just felt like he went really heavy into that voice, and when I when I say that voice, we all know what that voice is. We're we're the, we're here for a reason. For some reason, you like that voice.
0: The high raspy. It is a garbage voice.
1: Is. It is irritating. It is fucking annoying. <laughs> So, um, yeah, he went really heavy into that voice. It was just so fucking annoying. <laughs> I just don't. That's why I think that you're leaving. Or that you're lying. you're know, I'm leaving? <laughs> 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 that's why I think that you're lying because there's no fucking way, dude. I,
0: I, like, I like that album a lot. It's just, you, so you only dislike it because of his voice. Other than that, you think
1: the songs are good? So like the last Halloween, that was probably like my favorite song for that album. Mm-hmm. It had a very cool swing to it. I really liked the melody and I liked everything. But his vocals made that unplaylistable completely. Unplaylistable. unplaylistable. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say that word a lot.
0: I, I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. Um, man, so that's your number four, huh? That's that's their, least, that's their worst album uh, according to you. So, Fact. my My least favorite. But I still love the album is it is songs from the recently deceased So I'm uh. with you. It, it's not their best there's a lot of like stuff in there that's just like kind of ambience and like slower stuff it's not as punky it's more like horror rock than anything else but it's still solid and uh my favorite song on this one is back in blackula that song is a lot of fun it's really upbeat it's catchy it's really ridiculous and stupid lyrically like almost all of his songs are ridiculous and stupid um yeah I, I think it's still a solid record and i don't I, I agree with you he doesn't have the best voice in the world but it fits the music you know and considering he writes everything i it all fits together so and he he does write catchy music just saying
1: and we'll get more into their gimmick later but <laughs> my number three is night of the living drag queens really that low huh yeah okay this one was um besides songs from the recently deceased none of these are going to get anything less than probably like a 1.75
0: so you'll never listen to any of these again.
1: No. <laughs> nope, 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 no. Ah, oh, nope,
0: nope. okay, this will be a fun one.
1: Yeah, so Night of the Living Drag Queens, that's my that's my third.
0: Okay, so don't give your favorite yet. Um, so my number 3 is The Late 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 Show. Uh, this is their first album. It was recorded in, like, I don't know, less than two weeks or some shit like that. Uh, it's very, like, raw and just very punch-you-in-the-face, like, horror punk. Um, my favorite song off this one, I, I mean, obviously, the the lyrics are questionable in the song, but the song itself is super catchy, and it's the hit and rape. That song, that song is great. I love the drums, and I love just just everything about it is so fun. I mean, minus the lyrics, but... Everything else is great. The cowbell, fantastic song. So that's my it's number three.
1: Third favorite, huh? That's
0: my third favorite Frankenstein drag queen song or album. Yeah.
1: Okay. So uh, my number two is Viva Lost Violence. Okay. Um, wow. This one was almost kind of like more rock and roll based. Yeah. The sound, the vocals weren't as goofy, and it's like they they toned down the vocals a little bit, and then increased the music. To be a little bit more accessible, less, I don't know, less gritty. And so that that's the reason why they blended so well together. Because mm-hmm. again, I fucking hate that type of bull. I think it's so dumb. <laughs> but uh, The Devil Made Me Do It. That is the second best Frankenstein Drag Queen song. It is fucking Ooh, so good. That's a great song. Playlistable. Oh, it made a playlist. It did make a playlist. Fuck
0: yes. yes. What playlist did
1: it make? <laughs> it made two. It made my. Oh, even better. <laughs> I mean, my pop punk and my punk playlist.
0: Whoa, that is fantastic! That guitar yeah. riff is so—I mean, it's just so such a simple little guitar riff, but it's so catchy. And the opening, uh, the opening like dialogue with it—it's very stupid. Ah, that's a great song, man. That's a great song. Um, so my number two is also Viva Less Violence. Um, Devil Made Me Do it, it. It it goes back and forth between my favorite and not favorite, but. Um, i agree with jeff it's more of like a more rock bass is less punk but it's still very very good and it's very catchy i feel like he at this point he he really realized how to make like a almost like a pop melody but like in a gross gritty tone and that's what he did on this album and my favorite song is the title track viva Las violence but then the close second would be devil made me do it both songs are great they're the opening two songs on the record too
1: so there you go it's a good one to punch
0: yeah, it it really really is. But and they're and like Viva La's violence is like a very fast song and then Devil Made Me Do It it really slows it down and and it's good.
1: Super like heavy though and kind kind of like um kind of in that same vein of like uh what's that? Fucking Charlie Daniels band song. Devil Went Down to Georgia. Oh, oh, it's kind Georgia, of yeah. kind of just like tells a story and just goes kind of back and forth and it's easy to follow and it's heavy and it's kind of weird and eerie perfect song. All right, yeah. So my number one, my favorite uh Frankenstein drag queens from Planet Forty Seven is uh the late, 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 late show. Yes. I that, really I'm surprised I, you
0: liked it that yeah, much.
1: Yeah. It was pretty good. Like it was it was Fuck, very, man. very gritty, it was dirty, it just seemed it seemed thrown together, it seemed sloppy, but it just it was very punk and it was very cool. We should have done that album instead. Damn it.
0: <laughs> Damn it, man. If I would have known I should have let you listen to the four albums first and then you pick and then we'll do it. Cause I could do any of these, any one of these albums. Damn it! But yeah. I wish you. I, ah, I wish I, I would have known that you like. you dislike Night of the Living Drag Queens that much?
1: At least for for future references, if if we ever come back to this, we can always do the late, 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 late show.
0: Okay, maybe some. But but,
1: uh, but my favorite song. Uh, my favorite song was Wolfman stole my baby. Ooh, that's a good one too.
0: That's a slower it, jam.
1: Yeah, but. but it was like a cool, like, but like on a, on a, on an album that was that was so fast i was so raw that was so gross like this one was very jazzy yeah it was and the and the vocals weren't that terrible in that one
0: wednesday wednesday is a, he's a good he's a solid songwriter i will say we'll say that much may not may not agree with me about that but we'll find out soon but yeah the late late show i can't believe that's your number one that's shocking yeah. so my number one uh is the album of the week it's the one that we're doing and this is my favorite this is my favorite uh Dragon Slayer Queen album. That's why I want to do it, and I really thought Jeff would like it because it's more related to the Murder Dolls. Um, but yeah, we're doing Night of I
2: the Living hate the murder
1: dolls God in heaven to make a man like Rambo. <laughs>
0: Frankenstein Drag Queens from Planet 13. They formed in 1996 in North Carolina by Wednesday 13 and his two friends, Seaweed and Sicko. The band put out four full-length albums, one EP, several singles, and two compilation albums. But the one we're doing today is called Night of the Living Drag Queens. It is their second album and it was released in sometime in 1998. I don't have a specific date, but it was in 1998. Uh, It features Wednesday 13 on vocals and guitar, Sydney on guitar, Seaweed on bass, and Sicko Zero on drums. And that's all I got for a little bit of a backstory on the band. So, uh, you know, (laughs) kind of going back, I'm just thinking I I shouldn't have gotten so excited and I shouldn't have chosen a Frankenstein Drag Queens album. I should have just gone with the first Murder Dolls record. I really should have just gone with that. I feel like, like thinking back, hey, probably Jeff probably would have liked it more.
1: You win some and you lose some.
0: I, right? I know. You I,
1: win some and you lose some. I
0: I've been on a hot streak. You know, with Misfits, with Metallica. What was
1: the other one oh, with Corn? Um. Whoa! Don't don't group Metallica and, and my new love for the Misfits with, with the Corn. You liked
0: that first Corn record a lot. Like you gave it a perfect
1: three. No, I didn't. Fuck out of here! I did yes, not give it a No, I did yeah, not. You now did. You're, see, now your your you're, your reputation is becoming tarnished because of your lies. I have
0: no reputation, so I win. You lose. Just, what are you I just cracking open, open? What are you I cracking open?
1: Open a Bud Light line for this. Oh, you're dumb. That's bad. My, my third parts from all the yelling. I'm going to do right That's now. That's
0: bad beer. Oh boy, I, I see. Fuck, man, this is tough because Wednesday Thirteen. Okay, wh- I, actually, what are your first impressions on on this band or just Wednesday Thirteen in general? Before I I mean,
1: I'm a long time hater slash making fun of Tyler or of the murder dolls of Wednesday of Frankenstein Queens from 25 planets. And so I just, man, I really don't like gimmicks. And I think they found like this, this untapped well Mm -hmm. of like cross dressers, like almost like, like everyone that used to like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. But then they wanted to get into like the music realm, but there's no band for them, and so Frankenstein Drag Queens just thought like, "Hey, dude, let's um, let's give them something. We, it's, it doesn't have to be good. We're <laughs> just gonna be the only ones doing it, and they'll fucking love us." And that's what I feel like this band in Wednesday Thirteen is all about. Wow, it's so much like it's 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 so over the top prideful that it makes me question if they even really actually care. Because when somebody's overly prideful of, of something that a lot of people generally don't like, then I'm always a little bit weary. I'm a, I'm always thinking like, okay, maybe you guys truly don't even care. You guys are just posers, as it were. Okay. It's interesting. So I, I, almost, I, I, I tried doing research on this band. There's not a whole lot out there. They're
0: not. No, there's not.
1: And I, I couldn't find like nothing on the other members except for the fact that they're all from like the North Carolina or something region. Yeah. But other than that, like I found nothing. Yeah, there's and, not a lot on this
0: band. That's kind of why I wanted to I should have done the first murder dolls record. It would have made more sense because there's like there's more history to that band than there is this, but whatever.
1: I just I, whenever anybody's just overly exaggerating their I don't know, their their dedication to something, right? It's always just you you always take it with a grain of salt. Like, are you like why are you why are you so overly I don't know promoting whatever do you really even care about it or are you trying to make people think that you care about it and that's what that's what this was like for me it just seemed disingenuous just the
0: just the fact the cross-dressing a- aspect of it
1: but then like al- like a lot of the songs are very are very in your face are very uh i mean i guess this was this was like decades ago so it, yeah, it was different back then and so there's, there's very like if this came out today nobody would really care nobody would blink an eye because it was just it would just be shitty music with lyrics that everyone's doing, but back then it was, it was uh, dude, edgy I guess. Edgy <laughs> would be the right word. It Especially was it well, was
0: yeah for that area of the,
1: the country. It, yeah, it was very hot topicy. This is before hot topic, dude. Come on. Like this, th- these these guys are hot topic though. You they work are hot what topic. hot topic became. You are you work at Hot Topic. You go to Hot Topic so you can show the world how edgy and how cool and how much you don't care about anybody's opinions or feelings. That's why you. That's why you. That's why you go to Hot Topic. That's why you form a band called Frankenstein Drag Queen from the Planet (laughs) Thirteen. Okay. (sighs) That said. Uh huh. (laughs) That was a long explanation, but (laughs) that's just about their gimmick. I mean, that's. (laughs) I I can I can uh, defend uh, their gimmick, uh, but okay. Irritating. That said, um, if you take the vocals out, they're a pretty damn good punk band. They're a pretty damn good pop punk band. They're a pretty—they're just a pretty damn good band. Yes. If you take out the vocals, so Wednesday
0: is a genius. Is,
1: Wednesday is the problem.
0: But Wednesday is the one who writes all the music. It's his I mean, band. The,
1: uh, that's not to say that the music he's writing is is like revolutionary or mind blowing. Right, this is generic punk music. This is very oh. generic chord structure. This is very generic stuff. But yeah, it's good. But that's pop but he music. He just pop music again, is he, generic. But again, he just found that he found that 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 you know, that little crack in the sidewalk and he dove into it and he was the only one in there.
0: Mm-hmm. And they
1: flocked to him. Everybody flocked to him. Huh. But wow. good on him. I mean, you know, good
0: I mean, on it, him. it kinda worked for him, yeah. Even though yeah. this band had like zero success. <laughs> um <laughs> But I, I mean we'll we'll get more into that because I don't know. Anyway, so my, my thing with with Wednesday is I got into his music through the first Murder Dolls record because I was such and I still am a huge fan of Slipknot and their original drummer, Joey, because Joey played guitar in Murder Dolls with Wednesday. He was the one who kind of like found Wednesday um, and he, he actually found the Frankenstein Drag Queen music and or Queen's music and then found out who sang for the band and wrote for the band. So he got in contact with Wednesday and asked him to join his then band called the Rejects, and Wednesday joined as the bass player. But then their singer fell through, so Wednesday moved to vocals. And then Joey loved the, the Frankenstein music so much that they decided to record a lot of the re-record a lot of the music and put it on the first Murderdolls record. So, yeah, I got into it through the, through the first Murder Dolls record, and then learning that he was not a band prior, I checked out the earlier stuff, and I just. I thought it was great. It's way more abrasive and way less polished than that first Murder Dolls record. Um, But yeah, that's my history. And then I've been following Wednesday ever since. I mean, I still go to his shows and I, he's besides bullets and octane. He's the band I've seen the most. I have probably seen him at least 30 times.
1: That is insane.
0: And I've, have I taken you, I've taken you to a Wednesday show, right? No, I never did. I've taken a lot of people that don't want to go, but I didn't want to go alone. So I, drag people along, but I could swear I took you to at least
1: one. I, I understand the appeal and I get it. Like, I, if there was like a, like Emo Night, for instance, Emo Night that they hold has a place. It has a place for nostalgia. It has a place for people who like shitty music, like me, <laughs> to go and feel comfortable. I get why Wednesday 13, his music exists and I get why people like his music. I understand that, mm-hmm. but it doesn't change the fact that I just, I think it's a gimmick and I think that he just, he, like again he found he found something that was untapped and and he was the first one to do it and i guess it worked for him
0: see okay this is where this is where i disagree with you on that like you, i mean yeah it is a gimmick cuz almost everything in music is a gimmick you know even throwing it back to bands from the 60s everything was a gimmick the beatles were a gimmick you know everything at some point was you know so with wednesday lyrically he talks a lot about you know Like what you said, like in your face, abrasive kind of stuff. But all of his lyrics are based off of like old horror movies or old like slasher flicks or some shit like that. Like none of it is meant to be taken seriously. It's all taken from that viewpoint. And it's kind of fun and it's camp. His music is meant to be like fun and campy like that, you know? So like a song like, where we listen to Rambo. If Rambo is like, Rambo and Halloween, I think are his favorite movies or Texas Chainsaw, one of those two movies. But yeah, Rambo I know is one of his favorite movies. And so he wrote a lot of his lyrics about Rambo and just like the stupid shit that goes on in that movie. And that's why that move, that, that song is so silly, you know, just like, he just takes so much inspiration from the, from what he grew up on. So like the movies, the TV, the action figures, like he's a big GI Joe guy and just, just weird things like that. You, You see that a lot in his music throughout his career, all of his early inspirations and they're just silly things. They're just dumb, silly things and he never takes himself self seriously and that's what i like about him like he doesn't try to be like this badass like i'm going to i i worship satan like it's very it's done in a very like playful campy way and i've always really liked that that's one of the things i've always really liked about him so there you go that's kind of my defense there
1: on that same coin bands that are that are quote unquote satanic and love satan and they constantly talk about it, and they dress the part. That's also a gimmick that I dislike. I think it's stupid. It's it's irritating.
0: No, it is. But I feel like with the way he does it, I mean, not not in this era of his career, but if you get into the Murder Dolls era, and especially his solo era, it kind of, like, pokes fun at that, almost. Like, kind of like what his lyrics talk about and how he dresses in his solo era is very much making fun of, like, the devil-worshipping stuff, and it's just like, don't take yourself so seriously. Just kind of have fun with music, right? Kind of like poppy rock music and poppy punk music and just have a good time. Like, yeah, we could dress like idiots, but just have a good time, you know? That's what he's about and that's what I've always really liked about him, you know? And he just doesn't give a fuck.
1: But, like, there's so many bands that don't give a fuck. I know, but it's just... I just just think it's
0: kind of cool how he just kind of, like, takes what he really likes. Like, he's a very, like i don't want to say weird dude but he's just kind of like he likes what he likes and he just talks about it you know he just he's he's unashamed of what he likes whether it be toys or old cartoons like transformers or shit like that or old ass movies like dracula or frankenstein like he just doesn't give a shit he just writes music about it and just kind of pokes fun at it it's
1: cool i mean again i i don't think that this band itself is bad i just very dis much i very much dislike the vocals and yeah. that's, like, that's what, that was, like, the point of no return for me.
0: That's crazy, the one and thing.
1: And it was so, it, but it was so, like, egregious, egregious, <laughs> that I, I couldn't, it was unforgivable. I just, I was like, dude, <laughs> I get it. Okay, I get it, it's your gimmick, you're leaning hard into it, that's cool and all, but you, you dude, you're fucking messing, you're messing up your music, your music's good, your music is solid, it's good, solid music, like, do you have to do it on every fucking song? Yes, I do. And he did. Well, he's not a great singer. Like, he, you don't like, have to be. Good, Tom DeLong's not a good singer.
0: I know. He's not a good singer. But for some reason, you like him. You like the nasally stuff. It's just this is like Tom DeLong, but raspy. Instead of nasally, it's, it's raspy because they both have high voices. Just Wednesday is raspy. That's really the difference. And Wednesday, but in this, in this is like area, overly he plays
1: fast. I mean, you're talking like raspy vocals. I, I mean, there's how many punk bands or any kind of like groups that have been super successful or even not successful that you like that are have a little bit of rasp in them and, and it's fine and it's good. It's just the way they sing. This is, I don't believe this is even how he talks. This is the way he sings. And that's all part of the gimmick that I dislike. <laughs> Todd along talks like that in real life. He talks like a weirdo and he sings like a weirdo. Have you Nothing ever heard he Wednesday talk? It. No, I haven't. He has like a thick southern accent. But is it really raspy like the way he sings? No, not really. that's pretty... irritating. He's a but showman. Say... He's a showman.
0: But okay, look at like Ozzy oh. Osbourne. He doesn't sing the same way he talks. Like yeah, a lot of people somehow. don't.
1: I don't know how the fuck that a lot
0: of people. A lot of people who sing, they don't sound the same way they do as they, they
1: speak. And I don't the they like they that. I, but I sometimes don't like... you can't help it. Like what? I, I don't, I don't, it just, for me, it just feels disingenuous. I don't like it. Or it's his style. Yeah, his style is to be fake. That is It's a not style. a real
0: band. It's like, okay, with, with that mind, with, with going, in, going into it with that mindset, then you would take every single lyric seriously. You would take it at face value. You know, it's just. The that, lyrics
1: were like the only other thing that I also kind of liked because they were so stupid. Yeah, they're very stupid. And that's the whole point of it.
0: Like, the, this band is goofy. But it's fun and it's catchy. That's, that's the charm of the band, you know? And but then you also, can... you know, him, him and his band members cross-dressing in the Bible Belt in the mid-90s was a ballsy thing to do.
1: But they didn't do it. I, see, I, I don't feel like they did it because they enjoyed the cross-dressing. They just did it just to, like, piss people off. Maybe it was a little bit of both. Who Which I'm, I, again, see, I don't know. See, now no you're idea. just making
0: assumptions. You're just making assumptions. I, well,
1: I, before I even said, I said, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't yeah, so know. I don't know anything about this band. You don't I did research on it. I, there was nothing there. But in regards to that, you don't know. So you're making assumptions. It. But you're
0: making assumptions.
1: Well, You have to make an assumption. What am I supposed to think? Just what? what, what, what this, but see, this but then, band then is you're going in band.
0: But then you're going into this with a negative bias. You're not going into this objectively going into it with a negative bias saying oh i automatically hate gimmicks so i should hate every other every band in the world because every band has a gimmick because they do i mean to an extent just yes. some mo, just some more than others but every band has a fucking gimmick especially the big bands like the most popular bands they all have gimmicks that's what it is
1: i i there's a lot about this group that i like there's a lot about this group that i like this the one unforgiving aspect of the group that i don't like it's not even the gimmick. The the, the gimmick is just stupid, but that's nothing to do with the music. Okay. It's the vocals. It's it's the fact that his vocals are just so stupid. They're just dumb. They're not they're not enjoyable. They hurt my ears and it's stupid.
0: Okay. I mean that's that's a fair opinion. It's a fair opinion. Wrong, but it's fair. <laughs>
1: um but there are, there are bangers on this album. Like I'm not oh, there I'm are. Not, I kid there's oh, multiple okay. bangers on this album.
0: It's just you set this up in such a way that you made it seem like there was nothing redeemable about this. No. Considering it was your third least favorite or your third favorite. And it's, um,
1: my favorite song by them is Rambo. I think that song was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good.
0: It's, it is a great song. He's, re- he's recorded it three different times. So. It's
1: it's a really, it's a really, really good song. And it's just from like the very beginning when it's just a guitar muting part, like that's, mm-hmm. Uh, Who doesn't like that sound That Uh, muffled guitar string Like easy chords But the entire song I guess we can get into Rambo now But the entire song is the same fucking thing Over and over and over and over and over Like Mm -hmm. there's no relief It's the same chords the whole time (laughs) And the way he plays it It's the same thing the whole time It never stops
0: They're either palm muted or not Like like, the verses and the, the intro are palm muted And then the chorus is just not you know, that's the only difference. But yeah, it's the same exact chords played over and over. And <laughs> it's then, so stupid. It is very stupid. But that's... But that's what makes it fun.
1: Yes. Th- the, this one was fun in a way the other songs weren't fun. This one was fun because not only were the lyrics silly and stupid, but he's done that before. Mm-hmm. But like the music, the music itself, the fact that he just played the same thing over and over and over and made an entire song out of it. And then now he says he's re-recorded it like three different times. So you know, you know that he knows... He mm-hmm. got a little gem here. And so like yeah. all those put together... Well, he together, still plays it live too. Yeah, all all those put together make this a fun song. And like that's what, that's what was missing from a lot of the other songs on this album is that he was just trying to be fun, but also maybe trying to be serious. And it just, there wasn't a good blend. There wasn't a good mix. And I think this was the only true, true, fun, lighthearted, goofy song on the album for me.
0: I mean, yeah, it's truly lighthearted compared to the rest, but the rest of the songs are... They're go- they're goofy in their in their own way, you know?
1: Well, I mean half the songs have like a Billy Madison or a- Adam Sandler quote <laughs> in the beginning of them. Also, I tried to look up a lot of these quotes too. I could not find like half of them.
0: Yeah, some of them are hard, like the one that I Love Me. I don't know I want to know what that's from, but I can't figure it out.
1: The intro is really funny in that one. Yeah. <laughs> but I think so okay, so like going back on the the horror movie thing that you mentioned. There mm. was one in here. I don't think I wrote it down, but there was one in here of Vincent Price. It was like a Vincent Price quote, and so I'm sure that a lot of the quotes here are Which taken from, are taken from like B movies like B horror movies. Yeah, he was really He also quoted really like Halloween Four on, uh, I think going to hell. The, the oh, Jesus is it quote? from Halloween Four? I think that's from Halloween oh. Four. Yeah.
0: Oh, is it okay? Yeah, because I know he's a big fan of Halloween, Texas Chainsaw, Rambo, um, and then the early Universal stuff too. I, also, Exorcist. I know he was. He's always talked about Exor- the Exorcist a lot. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he, he's silly. He's a silly guy.
1: Oh, it's just those vocals.
0: <laughs> but <I> mean, <laughs> the songs are they're they're catchy as fucking hell. I mean, but and like you said, with like with the B movies, he's very much taken inspiration from that. I mean, the band itself is kind of named after B movies, like you know, Plan Nine from Outer Space. They even have a song called Plan Nine from Outer Space. But like everything is everything is horror related. Like even Wednesday Thirteen, his name, his nickname, is Wednesday. Wednesday Adams from Adams Family, and then Thirteen comes from Thirteen Thirteen Mockingbird Lane, which is the street that the Munsters live on. Yeah. So that's that's where his nickname comes from. That's so cool. Every, that everything's related. A grown man gave himself a
1: nickname. That's tight. Oh, well, he could have been a teenager. You never know. He yeah, no, that's cool. Even that's a teenager. That. That's cool. No, nicknames are, are fun. When you're five. <laughs> Honestly, Jeff,
0: you would probably, oh man, you would be the first guy to love to have a nickname. Like you probably secretly wish somebody gave you a nickname. No, no, I no, do not want No, you would love nickname, that. You would no. love that. If somebody called you something other than Jeff, you'd probably love it.
1: No, nicknames are so stupid. They're so dumb. I am the least fun person on the face of the earth. I, get, <laughs> I, I hate even like birthdays. I, ha- I don't think anybody over the age of 12 should be celebrating a birthday. At all. <laughs> In any capacity. It's, it's stupid. It's, it's selfish. It's dumb. You, you did nothing for that. I'd, nicknames, no. No, 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 no. New you name. would love a nickname. Nope. Jeff
0: would love a nickname. That's why you're so against it. Because you oh, want I, one am so I bad.
1: overcompensating like uh like I like I said in the beginning of this band's overcompensating for the whatever they were. <laughs> oh, look at you. And we got, well, got, got Doctor Phil over here, huh? <laughs> <sighs> Jeff, 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 Jeff. You would love it. I'm I gonna call you Doctor Phil. That that's gonna be your nickname.
0: It's fine with me. Even though I don't like nicknames.
1: You love nicknames.
0: I don't love nicknames. All right. Uh, oh fuck. There so are so stinkers you love Rambo. on
1: here. Yeah, I love Rambo. But
0: the reason why we decided to do this band was because we were going to do an episode with Friend of the Pod, Dave David, but he couldn't do it this weekend. But my pick was Rambo because I watched all the Rambo movies this week. And prior to this, I had only ever seen the first one, and I love the first one, but I watched all five of them. And goddamn, some of them are really good. Some of them aren't very good, but three of the five are very good, and they're a lot of fun.
1: Isn't it interesting to see how it changes kind of the way it's made. I haven't seen the newest one, so without yeah. that one in here. But it's interesting to see how the first one was made as like an actual movie with a, with a story and a message. And it kind of decline. I don't want to say declines in quality, but it declines in, in message and turns into what your stereotypical action flick is. Mm-hmm. Because what one guy dies in the first one and the whole thing with Rambo being kind of PTSD status and everyone treating him like shit. And then it just kind of turns into just now he's just got a now he's got a chip on his shoulder.
0: The newest one is pro- is my least favorite. I think it's the worst movie out of all of them. Um, but the first one, I it, it's a classic movie. I think it's a perfect movie. The first Rambo is a perfect movie. The second movie, they tried to to keep the seriousness but throw in more action, but it just didn't it didn't really balance itself out really well. It was a little too deep and a little too esoteric to be serious.
1: Is that the so one with the of, horse, the horse uh, chasing with the helicopter?
0: No, that was the third one. That was okay. the third one. That was good. So the second one takes place in Vietnam. He goes back to Vietnam in the second one, and so but it, but it has a lot of do, to do with like CIA, the CIA and undercover and and mercenary shit, and so it's a little bit it's a little it's it just wasn't balanced enough, and it just was it was good but it wasn't the best. And then the third one was just like straight up goofy action fun. That was when he goes to Afghanistan. Yeah, and that's the horse, the horse thing, and that's when he blows up the guy with his arrow. Yes, and then, oh, that was so good. It was so good, and then he blows up a helicopter with an arrow. That's so, all he needs. yeah, it's great. So that was the third one, and then the fourth one was the one like back in two thousand nine, and um, where he kills. It like, was
1: everybody in that little camp,
0: dude. It was it was an insane action movie, and but what I really liked about it too was that like it kind of showed a lot of how like war is like you know with people with like their limbs missing and like just shit like that like it was pretty graphic it was a lot more graphic than i thought it was going to be um but it was it was interesting but then the fifth one the newest one it was just kind of it was almost like they tried to make a serious movie again like the first one but it just didn't really work and it was there were a lot of like home alone elements to it
1: definitely i was, I was just surprised that you like paid money for these movies
0: well, I've always loved the first one. I've seen the first one a bunch of times. But you've so I not, just bought it. I mean, you've
1: never like, you've never been one to buy things, just like mm-hmm. on a whim, almost.
0: So I kind of came up with this thing this week where it's like, I haven't been to the movies, like unless it's like Star Wars, or James Bond, so you're or like Quentin. Like rationalizing a your, your I'm rationalizing purchases. my spending okay. exactly. So my, I don't go to the movies unless it's James Bond, Star Wars, or maybe a Quentin Tarantino movie, or like something big like that. You know, I don't go to the movies. And I haven't been to the movies in like four years, unless it's one of those reasons. So I'm thinking like I could pay 10 bucks to buy a movie and I could watch it with my friends or with Tammy or whoever, you know, and you know, that's cheaper than going to the movies for two people, you know, but I could, I could own the movie now or I could rent it for $4, you know, so that's me rationalizing it. Like once a week I could buy a movie or once a week I could rent a movie if I don't like it that much. So I bought the first two Rambos and then I rented the third one, but I'll probably buy the third one. Maybe the fourth. No, I'll probably just buy the third one, because it's that goofy. It's that rewatchable, because it's goofy. But anyway, yeah, Rambo's great. If you haven't seen the first one, go watch the fucking first movie. It's a good it's movie. It's like a perfect movie.
1: It is. It's a fantastic movie.
0: Mm-hmm. It's it's wildly underrated. Everybody thinks it's like this, this like, just straight action and just like really dumb and goofy. But it's not. Like there's like a, it's sad. Like the ending of the movie is very very sad. Like when he breaks down, ah. Uh, it's rough. Tammy cried. Dang. <laughs> yeah, she like. It's definitely it's, sad. I don't, it's I don't know really if I'm sad. Though. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. So that's Rambo. So let, let's let's move on. I, actually, I want to know what your stinkers are on this record.
1: Uh, okay. Yeah. So starting at the top, <laughs> Twist My Sister stinker. <laughs> okay. Screwdriver stinker. Huh. Okay. Uh, full Metal Jackoff stinker. Huh. Okay. Uh, she's a man stinker. Okay, I think that's it. Actually,
0: that's not bad. I mean, a couple of those I don't I don't agree with, but like screw screwdriver, that's a great one.
1: He he likes to do this. Uh, he he likes to kind of reuse the same shit for the choruses. He he does it a lot. He uses that same kind of style for the, every single chorus, and it gets kind of annoying. And I, I get it's like punk inspired, and it's and it's cool. Mm-hmm. to reuse that stuff but it's just like it's just bush league and then screwdriver when he puts like the laser toy in there
0: oh yeah i thought you man. would like that
1: no I, I was just i was already <laughs> irritated i was already annoyed that he kept reusing like the same chorus progressions and the same melody <laughs> and then the laser toy came in i was like okay dude come on man <laughs> i really this thought you'd stupid. like that because it's not a guitar solo
0: i thought you would appreciate that
1: i really I actually kind of like most of the guitar solos I mean, they're short and very simple. Like Foot and Mouth, I also thought Mm -hmm. that was a banger. Oh, that's a good one. Not only because it was a Happy Gilmore quote, but it almost started off as like an instrumental song. I was like, okay, cool, this will be just an instrumental song. I can take a break. But, I mean, no, it was not an instrumental song. But (laughs) I liked the solo in there. I liked the climbing, like, instrumental thing under the solo, too. And it was really cool. And especially that one. And then after I listened to that one, that song, Foot and Mouth, I realized that... He's kind of like low-key bluesy. A lot of his yes. songs have like a bluesy element to him.
0: And you got to listen to some of his solo records,
1: man. Not going to happen, but, um, but yeah. yeah they're, I, more, I they're more metal than <laughs> punk. Just saying. They I, don't I, sound I, anything like I do like appreciate this. it, though.
0: I mean, we'll eventually do a Wednesday 13 solo record, and we'll eventually do the Murder Dolls record. Someday. I mean, is it, it is took almost 200 episodes. He
1: wrote all the music. It's a solo record.
0: Well, I mean, technically all of the bands he's been in are solo records, but... Ew. Should we play one of your bangers then? What's your biggest banger on this?
1: Oh, besides Rambo. Uh, foot and mouth. That's that's probably my next biggest banger.
0: Okay. Should we play that one then? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Um,
2: could I trouble you for a glass of warm milk?
0: Wait, wait. Let me, let me start that one over. You gotta the intro <laughs> from the beginning. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so funny. It's
2: it's great. Here we go. Foot and mouth. Sir, um, could I trouble you for a glass of warm milk? It helps put me to sleep. You could trouble me for a warm glass of shut the hell up.
0: Classic fade by Tyler. Classic okay.
1: fade. <laughs> I
0: should, I should trademark that fade. I don't know how I would do that, but okay. Now, foot and mouth, man. Great intro. Great Billy Madison intro. Probably one of the best lines from that movie.
1: Um, well, I mean, it's from Happy Gilmore, but that's fine.
0: Right, Happy Gilmore. That's what I meant. I don't know why I said Billy Madison.
1: That's one of the uh, that that um, that scene had been Stiller in it, just as a as a side here. But uh, that's one of the best things Ben Stiller's ever done. <laughs> is is that that little scene right there? Besides like Zoolander, that's probably the best thing he's ever done.
0: What about heavyweights? He was good in heavyweights. He was.
1: Yeah, you're right. He was good in. And dodgeball.
0: Dodgeball was good too. He's very good in
1: dodgeball. He was, but I'm, I don't know, man. I'm still going with with the. I mean, it's the same character, pretty much. But yeah. I'm still going with that aggressive. <laughs> uh, he's, he's he's yelling at an old lady. Like it's, it's, <laughs> it's it's so it's so good. Up. It's such a he's such a dick. All right, what do you okay? So she's a man. Is probably my ultimate stinker. Really, that is my stinkiest stinker. Why? Why is that? I'm I'm just curious. I fucking hate that chorus. I hate it. It irritates me. It bothers me. She's a man. She's a man. I just cannot (laughs) stand it. And again, like that's he's he's doing that same type of thing again yeah don't like oh it's so annoying
0: she's a man and screwdriver they they have similar choruses like melody wise like screw the driver screw the driver stick in the head now and then she's a man she's a man i just sounds like i don't know kind of like
1: misfits it's just it's shitty it's garbage it's trash (laughs) (sighs) spasura she's a man was my fifth banger on this you're crazy I I, do, I I will say, like, a well, uh, silver lining on this, I guess, is I did like the high lead slash solo mm-hmm. there. I think it went well with kind of like the lower, grittier verse in the chorus. Okay. But other yeah, than I that, mean, the song's a stinker. Oh, and the vocal right after the chorus, rem- like, reminded me of Davey Havoc. The what part? The vocal part right after the first chorus.
0: What is that? I'm trying to think.
1: It reminded me of Davey Havoc. I don't know.
0: I, I won't play it because you, you hate it so much. That's
1: fine. I did not like that song at all.
0: <laughs> is it because he talks about his cross dressing and how proud of it he is
1: no I just don't think it's a good song They like, like the lyrics for me on this are, I mean lyrics in general are always like the last thing I, yeah. I give way to there's like to. nothing
0: deep about this lyrically but the lyrics but he does,
1: generally would be fun like these are generally the lyrics I should be getting into I should like because they're stupid they don't mean anything they're fucking dumb. dumb she's a man that should be funny I should be laughing but I'm not but you're not I I have no control of my body And and when or why it laughs It just does (laughs) it I just do
0: All right, that's fine That's fine Well, I want to get into my biggest banger This is my second favorite FDQ song Oh,
1: why do you call Uh, it FDQ? I hate that too That's annoying
0: Do you want me to say Frankenstein Drag Queens From Planet 13 every time? (laughs) Yeah (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is So this is one of my favorite Frankenstein Drag Queens From Planet 13 songs Oh yeah uh, and he's re-recorded the song uh, on one of his solo records, on one of his solo EPs, I should say. And he still plays it constantly. Um, and his Twitter name is this song, Ooh. and that's Mister Motherfucker. Mm. That's his tw- his Twitter name is Mister Motherfucker Thirteen because somebody already took the Wednesday Thirteen Twitter name, and he's reached out to them several times saying, "Can I I'll buy it off of you?" But <laughs> they they, say they, no. won't, they won't do it. So he, um, so yeah, his his, his Twitter handle. Yeah, his Twitter handle is Mr. Mister Mr. Motherfucker13, which I thought was funny. What a dick. But, uh, That's
1: such a douche move. I know, right? Like, I, the actual guy that you named your Twitter handle off of wants it from <laughs> you, and... You won't give it to what him. A what a douche. Like, he, uh,
0: he's offered money and shit, but nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so oh. Mr. Motherfucker, I think it's it's the opener of the, the whole album. Um, it's just a, about a really pissed off guy, and it's super catchy, and it's... And like every other song on this record, it has an intro. So here we go, Mr. Motherfucker. Wake up, sucker. We're thieves and we're bad guys.
2: That's exactly what we are. Period. Period, motherfucker.
0: you go the best song from this album night night of the living drag queens is that that, mr motherfucker
1: is that your favorite fdq song no my favorite is hidden rape (laughs) oh yeah you said that earlier
0: hidden rape is my favorite song by them and then mr motherfucker is my second favorite for sure
1: Uh,
0: fuck man that's a fun song is that listed as one of your bangers okay cool yeah that's it's so much fun and it's just so fast and punchy in the face and so angry and pissed off i love it but there you go and, it, and what a dumb name too mr motherfucker it's such a, like a hick thing to to name a song or to name yourself mr motherfucker it's great i love it so what, what do, you, do you got anything else on that song or or what
1: no I, th- I thought it was um i couldn't find i couldn't find the intro where that came from the the wake up sucker thing mm-hmm. i don't know where that's we more bad guys that's exactly what we are yeah but it's so cool it's it's <laughs> it's a cool intro it goes mm-hmm. right into the music. I, I, I think it's fantastic. I think it's great. His vocals aren't as irritating in this one as they are in some other ones. And that chorus is super fucking catchy, man.
0: Yeah. And that lead guitar so that
1: like hides, it's that little like... Meow, it's so easy. It's, so, it's cheesy. <laughs> but uh, it blends. It goes well.
0: Oh, it's so good. It, it's like one of my favorite songs to play on guitar because it's so fucking easy.
1: It's great. And it sounds good. I, I do like his tone too, like the tone that whatever tone that he's using on his guitar. It's it kind yeah. it of it's kind of like a throwback to like fifties, sixties style, but then incorporating it back into like punk, and I like that.
0: Yeah, it is. It, it it's just I think it's just like bad recording style. You know, that's what it is. Even though it was recorded in the nineties, like like it just seems like they didn't have like good equipment to record with, so they just did it with what they could. You know, and it. It has this, it has a nice charm to it, you know. It just sounds very, just kind of backwoods, and I don't know, man. There's there's something very pure and charming about this entire record. I feel, and just it's as
1: early work and pure, general. like it's definitely, <laughs> you know, it's, what you, what you hear is what you get, type of thing. Yeah, yeah. All right, but I and don't it's know almost about like, <laughs> What <laughs>
0: what I think is interesting about about his band or his bands in general going throughout the years is that, you know, he, he grew up and he lived th- the good part of his like early adult life in North Carolina before he joined the murder dolls. And like, it's a, it's a, it's in the middle of the Bible belt and his parents were very, very religious. And yet he was writing songs about cross dressing, killing people, abortions, raping, like just like really offensive fucking things. And yet for some reason it he still has that like Hicks style to it you know what I mean like he's being wildly offensive to a lot of people out there but it's still like very backcountry and and just very kind of like I don't want to say Bayou because it's definitely not the Bayou but I don't know it has a weird it's a weird like push and pull of styles and and beliefs I don't I I can't explain it any other way than that but I've always thought that was a very interesting characteristic of him and his bands throughout the years i mean i guess there you go it's Um, it's
1: there (laughs) (laughs) there is music there so yeah you know whatever i guess
0: uh so there's a few songs on here that were recorded for the first murder dolls record that joey jordison loves so much that he wanted to have wednesday essentially redo and put on the. this will be interesting what because joey
1: jordison is a respected musician
0: he's a fucking one of the greatest drummers to ever lived so let's yeah.
1: let's hear let's hear what he heard let us let's, let's try and let's so try and empathize here. there are there are three
0: songs on this record that made the first murder dolls record uh and the the first one being twist my sister oh that was on it uh let's go to war was another one that was on the first yeah. murder dolls record but it was changed uh some of like a lot like the lyrics in the chorus were different but the melody was pretty much the same or actually some the main hook was actually different but most of it was the same. Uh, and then Die My Bride was also on the first Murder Dolls record.
1: He, he, so he didn't even pick, he just chose like three songs in a row. Fucking dork. I guess.
0: But then, like, you know, the song Love It First Fright was actually um, like just a single, it was a B side that, that made the first Murder Dolls record. Um, the song Galactic Chicken Shit, that FDQ song, Frankenstein Drag Queens from Planet 13 song, that song became the song Slip My Wrist. But the Slip My Wrist song took from the Galactic Chicken Shit song and also took the bridge from Viva Las Violence and put that into that one song. So it's like Dead in Hollywood's another one, but that was called Hooray for Horrorwood on, F- on the Frankenstein song. I don't, he, I'd say like out of the 21 songs on the first Murder Dolls record, like 16 of them are songs that are from Frankenstein drag queens. Mm-hmm. The rest are actual songs that like Joey and Wednesday wrote together. But most of that Dells record is all old songs. Okay. So just a fun little fact for when we eventually do that Dells record,
1: because
0: <laughs> I'm going to make you do it, all 21 songs. So.
1: Uh, well, if they're only like two minutes, then that's fine.
0: Yeah, they're yeah. they're short, and three of or three or four or several of them you've already heard. So there
1: you go. Which one? 1976-66? That's one, dude. I've, I've dude most of the
0: songs on that first record are are old songs. So.
1: I'm sure I've probably heard at some point. Carpooling or driving with you I've heard that entire album Probably More than likely yeah
0: I think I probably made you listen to that entire record at some point
1: I just just don't think you like this shit I just
0: I don't I don't believe it Probably like on a trip out to Vegas Like I probably Put on the Murder Dolls record Or like when we drove to Oakland Like that nine hour trip up to Oakland I'm sure I put this record on or something
1: That would be interesting to go back And to see Or listen to what we listened to on the way up And back from that trip to Oakland (laughs) I think we probably listen to
0: that Plus 44 record like five times. <laughs>
1: <That's>, <laughs> probably
0: did. Yeah, that's probably true. Let's see here. What do we got? Do you, what's another banger for you? Uh,
1: that's pretty much it for the bangers. <laughs> there are parts of other songs that I really like, though. For instance, um, Cross Dressing, GD, SOB, Goddamn Son of a Bitch. Yeah. That's probably my favorite drum track. Okay. I think it's really cool because he, he goes into that fast, like that really, really fast punk drumming. And then it slows down and gets really into this melodic groove in the chorus, and then goes right back into it. Ooh, yeah, that's kind of so like good. the only time you really hear uh, what's his name sicko sicky 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 yeah. sicky. <laughs> that's only the only None time of them have real them. names. <laughs> yeah, God, yeah, God forbid they use their fucking Christian <laughs> names. So, yeah, you see, what I did there. Yeah, huh? I, did, I did. I did Christian names. Yeah, so that was like the only time you really heard them kind of groove, right? Trying to like trying trying to get into something a little bit more than just straightforward punk stuff and i liked yeah. it but the song i thought was okay
0: see that's my third banger crossdressing goddamn son of a bitch is my third banger i think it's one of the catchiest songs and uh it's just it's like a good fuck you it's just like he's a crossdresser he doesn't give a fuck and he just he does it because he just wants to piss you off at this point like he does what he wants you know
1: maybe i'm just Why like just desensitized because in our society nobody nobody fucking cares
0: about like what cross dressing these like, you know, people?
1: Uh, yeah, like, I don't know. Maybe I like, grew up in Southern California, but just nobody cares about anything. Yeah, it's just for the most you part. Know, yeah. like, you see a cross dresser, like I'm a cross dresser. You're like, okay, cool, I guess. Cool. <laughs> I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go eat tacos now. <laughs> <laughs> nobody cares. Like, yeah,
0: certain parts of the country for sure. But, but I, mean, I mean, North I no Carolina, yeah,
1: exactly. I have no idea what it's like in North Carolina. I have no idea what it's like for somebody who cross dresses for somebody that's probably not a white Christian male.
0: Yeah. I remember Wednesday, he did an interview, I think like last year, and they were asking a lot about this band because they, they actually was in 2018 because the band got back together for a Halloween show in, in, um, in London and, um, and they played just only these songs and they were talking about the band and he's like, yeah, back, back in North Carolina, back in the nineties, we would be, we would get arrested and we would get fined for wearing women's clothes, like for wearing dress and stockings and makeup and everything. The cops would literally show up, shut them down, and like give them a fine or arrest them, depending on where they were at. So that should happen. I mean,
1: I, mean, I don't, just, I don't, I don't doubt that it happened. I just, at this point in my life, I just don't care. I don't care. Yeah, I, I know. I'm not. It takes a lot for for me to, I don't know, to get to um, get offended. Yeah, to get offended.
0: Yeah, and this is definitely not one of those things.
1: Yeah, yeah this is like the bottom of my of my <laughs> offending totem pole. It's just like it's even not my totem pole.
0: It's like who even fucking cares?
1: Is you, totem pole even af- Is that mean. offensive? Is that an offensive term? Totem pole? Can we is say totem it, pole? I mean,
0: it's it's an object that exists and has always existed, and we're not using it in a derogatory way. True. So I don't think we are. I mean, unless we're we're looking at it at, at a religious in a religious sense. Because I mean, isn't isn't the totem pole like a religious thing within the Native American community?
1: Dude, right? I mean, you're asking, like, you're, I, I think have it fucking is. no idea. I, isn't, I, I thought a totem I pole. Remember what the, I, I mean, I've, again, I have no education on this whatsoever, but I was always under the assumption that a totem pole was to signify each, like, tribe's hierarchy. Was it the tribe's hierarchy? So you whittle, like, uh, a certain family let's say you got like obviously the Hutton family is going to be up there on the top you we, <laughs> you would a little way and then underneath that one I mean our 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 family crest the tribe's family crest damn just going off I have no idea what I'm talking about yeah yeah I was really no idea what I'm talking about if any if any of our of our listeners out there has any idea what a totem pole signifies or it was used for any in any capacity there if you're an authority on it at all let us know.
0: I think it was like it was a religious thing within the culture. So I think what, that's what it is. But like,
1: but like, but clearly you would put the most important on top, right? Yeah, but I, I well, the the so top was always like, like a
0: falcon or like an owl or something like that,
1: right? So whatever whatever spiritual animal they they thought was the most important, they would put on top. I think so.
0: I can't remember.
1: You can't remember. When did you learn this? Well, because like when we, i was like in third we went to grade, esperanza we, there's no way they taught us this stuff
0: no but when i was like in second or third grade we did a field trip to knott's berry farm
1: oh and mystery lodge the whole what mystery lodge
0: the mystery lodge yeah and and because remember i don't know if it's still there at knott's berry farm but they had a whole like native american like area like they would have like Frontierland or Adventureland. it was like all native american they had teepees that you can go in and they had like this big learning center you don't remember that
1: Kind of, I think it was kind of near
0: Camp Snoopy, and then the Mystery Lodge was over by the rapids. But they they had this huge area, this like learning center. And then not only that, at the Nature Center here in Anaheim Hills, back when I was a kid, they had a huge Native American learning center too. So we learned a lot about that shit. But I remember even my my mom got me a totem pole from Knott's Berry Farm, like a like a miniature one. But I, I can't remember exactly what it was. But regardless. Why, why are we talking about totem bowls? I don't know. What the fuck are we talking about? I don't know, man. Jesus,
1: Christ. I, I,
0: I'm going to play yeah. Cross Dressing God, Goddamn Son of a Bitch because.
1: GDSOB? Okay, a good song.
2: Hey, fuck! Where well, are you going to pinch your nails and answer the name, bitch?
0: Frankenstein drag queens, drag queens, from planet thirteen, and that is cross-dressing goddamn son of a bitch. GDSOB. GDSOB. Great song. I love that song. That was a, a song.
1: that was a borderline banger for me. It was an okay slash banger. Are you only saying that now because you just heard it again? No, because I I don't think it's that. I think the 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 chorus is catchy. Yeah, but I really like the drum part and. I only say that it was a possible banger because I do want to play it on the drums. Ooh, did you add it Add it to your drum playlist right now? Right now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because the drum... that so you don't forget. Uh, again, it's my favorite drum track on the whole album. That's weird. But the
0: song is All okay. the drum tracks. Ah. I think it has one of the catchiest... One of the catchiest choruses on the whole album. Besides Rambo. But Rambo's just easy... Or it's catchy because it's like a chant. And it's easy to spell his name but, <laughs> uh, okay uh, so yeah yet. so my i i do want to play just one more song do it's you have my any second, stinkers? i don't have any stinkers on this record i think every song is great no stinkers oh, at all man. um but my uh my second banger uh, because my favorite is obviously mr motherfucker so i do want to play this last one uh, unless
1: do you want to play anything else um no i mean a couple other cool things i would like to bring up Okay. Uh, Motel California, ooh, that's a solid one. Dumb name, um, but <laughs> anyway, he. Uh, I, I like the bell usage, right on the right. Is that's what it sounds like that he's that he's going on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I dig that, and then kind of coming further down into the she's a man, which I hated, but then foot and mouth, which was great. So like no, the you last hated foot and mouth, what? You hated Foot and Mouth? No, I love Oh, wait, no, hated- no, I know you hated. I hated she's a man, but Foot and Mouth was a band. Oh, she's a
0: man, yeah. duh. Okay, yeah.
1: But like the last yeah. half of the album I thought was more was like a better it was more like instrumental and, and 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 drumming than it was kind of his vocals on the forefront.
0: It's a lot slower. The second half of the record generally is is a lot slower. It's more groovy. It's more rock-based. But the first the first half is like punch you in the face punk horror punk it's great
1: yeah maybe like up until rambo or full metal jackoff ah, full metal jackoff is so stupid <laughs> why why do you hate that one so oh much? it's just so dumb it's so cheesy it's so childish it's so petty it's just <laughs> fucking dumb
0: what about stds we didn't even talk about that one
1: uh that one's okay that one started off really cool because it had the bill They had the actual billy madison quote the the balls one that was funny Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one kind of came at a time where it was hard to, especially coming off of I Don't Want to Be Your Friend, which was not a stinker, but damn, that song is forgettable. Yeah,
0: it's it's one of my least favorites on the record.
1: So it, it just, like STDs just kind of got muddled in between everything, and it, just, it was hard to decipher everything, but the solo was like the defining characteristic for that song, like that wailing, weird noise. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. really cool. But the song Wednesday was okay. is
0: cool, man. Wednesday's cool. I definitely
1: would not use the word "cool" to describe He's Wednesday Thirteen cool, from Planet Thirteen Nine.
0: Wednesday Thirteen is so damn cool, man. Is
1: this band called Frankenstein Drag Queens, or are they called Wednesday Thirteens Frankenstein Drag Queens? No,
0: they're they're called Frankenstein Drag Queens from Planet Thirteen. That's what they're called. But uh, when Wednesday broke the band up, in like in two thousand one, when he before right before he joined joined Murder Dolls, uh, a couple of the old band members got together and tried to reform the band without Wednesday which doesn't make much sense. So I think it's more of like a legal issue. Either it's a legal issue or it's that he wants his his Im- name imprint on this band. I would like I, to so hear
1: I, this band without Wednesday singing.
0: Well, they never recorded anything. I think they just played some shows in North Carolina and it never went anywhere, obviously, because it's Wednesday's band. It's his music, you know, so.
1: It wouldn't make any <laughs> sense. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just thinking of like the stupidest singers I could think of like Mark Atkins playing singing <laughs> for these guys you <laughs> just how overly dumb everything would be see that that kind of
0: that kind of makes me wonder like would you like this band more if Mark had sung the lyrics to these songs would they be better funnier but with the same music
1: I mean that's a that's a good example I guess we can piggyback off of is the fact that Mark Atkins is the way he sings is very similar just kind of like the way he is the way he talks the way his his overall persona is he doesn't he doesn't really add anything to the way he sings that is not there when he's just talking and he talks a lot in his songs too and he's very funny he's very witty but that's i mean that's specific to him so when wednesday 13 adds that super rasp to his voice and he doesn't talk like that it's just he's just fully embracing that gimmick and i just that bothers me bothers me (laughs)
0: You need to get over the gimmick thing, man. I can't. I just every band is a gimmick. Every band has a gimmick. Uh, Even bands you love, like the Doors. You love the Doors. They're like one of the the most like. Have you heard Jim Morrison talk? Like he,
1: he he's so
0: gimmicky. He's so he's so embarrassing.
1: But it's the, 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 like it's the same thing though. Like the way he sings, the way he I mean, he's he embarrassing. Really he just speaks, but like the way he speaks in in song is the same way he speaks in real life.
0: Honestly, I'm gonna put I'm gonna throw Jim Morrison. Up there as like one of the most overrated musicians. Easy. Up there with Bob Dylan. Up there with Oasis. Up there with Elvis. Up there with, I will say Kiss at this moment because I haven't heard a lot of Kiss. But I'm open to Kiss. You know? (laughs) That was
1: really stupid. (laughs) Oh, See? I'm not opposed to Uh, laughing. I love laughing. That's stupid shit. You hate laughing. I'm open to Kiss. That's funny. That
0: was a good one. <laughs> I, that really, I don't even know. I, that wasn't intentional. But right when I said it, I realized, wow, I sound like an idiot. Oh, oh shit. That's good. Okay. Um, I There's one more song I want to play. Which one? Uh, this is my second banger, and it's I Love Me. I think the lyrics are really just kind of goofy and stupid. I think it's a very catchy song. I think the bass really fun and catchy.
1: It's the best bass line the album.
0: It's it's a lot of fun and it's so different from the rest of the record so here's um i love me from the frankenstein drag queens from
2: planet 13 you son of a bitch and what if it is mine so what uh you think i'm ready to haul right in some fucking warehouse for two dollars an hour so you can have a little brat suck on your tit no thanks baby
0: That's I love me, from the Frankenstein drag queens from Planet I Thirteen. Me. I proposed to myself just last night. It's so dumb. I like it. I love it. Yeah. That intro too. It's so mean. It's Such an asshole thing. Like, that guy's such an
2: asshole.
1: I. So like that's the one I really wanted to know where it came from because he treats that. Per, he. It's just so weird, like the way he talks to whoever he's talking to. And he calls her like, yeah. babe, but at the same time, he says that someone's going to suck her dick, and it's just...
0: No, it's, so you have some brat suck on your tit. No thanks, oh, he baby. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah, I, he says tit. Like a baby. Like
1: a baby nursing. Yeah. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> that was a good one, though. I laughed.
0: I don't know how... I, I, I've i tried looking it up in the past, too, a lot of these openers, and I just don't know a good half of them. Even like... Well, other albums, too. He does it like on all of the albums. Yeah, it's those intros. That was like a thing in the '90s. A lot of bands did that in the '90s, especially like, I mean, you you were never really into like the the hardcore metalcore scene in Orange County when we were in high school, but almost every fucking band had an intro to all their fucking songs.
1: I mean, it's the only the only crazy. one I can think of, uh, you right, wasn't in that scene very hard, but like Bleeding Through, yeah, had Blade a lot through. of iconic ones.
0: Yeah, Eighteen Visions, they were also a big one that almost every one of their songs did. Even like early Thrice. Had that shit. So, I don't know. It was, it was always there. Fun stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So. Can I, can, can I, like, real quick, can I get my dumbest lyric in the whole album? Absolutely. That's from Twist My Sister, the old McDonald one. <laughs> E-I-E-I-O. Oh, my, my God. God. Yeah. Dumb. Why don't you like that one? <laughs> that song or that lyric? That lyric's just stupid. <sighs> it's just dumb.
0: That, that song is, it's one of my least favorites, too, on this record. It's still good. And it's one of my least favorites on the Murder Dolls record as well.
1: And it's not like it's just like Tweezed. Tweezed my sister. Tweezed my sister. <laughs> 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 Sounds stupid. <laughs> it's like it was one of the more popular shit.
0: ones too. When the when Murder Dolls would play that play, I they would understand. play that song a lot. Yeah. I there were much better songs on that record than Twist My Sister. So I don't know why that one caught on so much, but Mm. Anyway, so what are your final thoughts on the Frankenstein Drag Queens from Planet 13? What do you got, Jeff?
1: I mean, I, I came out of this more enlightened than I than I came into this. You came and, into it as a lover of Wednesday 13. Mm, definitely not. Um, I didn't come into this as a lover. I definitely did not come out of this as a lover. But now at least I can say that I don't like this because of the reasons stated in the past hour. But um, it's not all bad. Like there's a lot of there's more good than bad. It's just the bad outweighs the good, and so God, it's, it's difficult. So it's difficult to get back into. And for the most part, I will never listen to any of these albums ever again in their entirety. There's a handful of songs that, that have already been put on a playlist, and uh, that's all I will listen to.
0: That makes me so happy that's, that any um, of the songs would make a playlist.
1: I mean, it's 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 almost impossible for an artist at least for me like if they have any more than like two albums there's there's bound to be something in there that I will like I will put on a playlist hmm I don't know I don't know I can't think of any artist where there's not at least like two or three songs if they have more than like one or two albums that I just I don't like I mean I I do like I don't like
0: So there was a there was a time like maybe a year ago year and a half ago where we were convinced that we were, we wanted to do a Nickelback album. Ooh. So I went and listened to the first three Nickelback records and thinking, you know, we, we could do it. We, we could do the, one like an early Nickelback record. We could do it. I listened to the first three and I just thought, dude, there's nothing, there's nothing redeemable from these first three records. So if these first three records are this bad, there's no way the later records are going to be better. So then I made the suggestion, we probably shouldn't do Nickelback. So I think that is one band that... You will not find a redeeming song on. Unless we do like a pop country artist, there's n- there's nothing there.
1: Man, so you think because they probably have, I'm guessing like ten albums, I would think.
0: I think it's something like that, nine or ten, yeah.
1: <laughs> so you think there's not one song that they have that either of us would like? That would, See, I, I heard, I, either of us would playlist.
0: I heard there. The reason why it was brought up was because one somebody left a review on our iTunes saying we should do, do we should do a Nickelback or a Hootie and the Blowfish, I think it was. Like one like a record from one of those two bands, so then I was like, okay, I'll go back and listen to their first record, and it wasn't that bad, but it wasn't play playlist worthy. Hmm. Like they had moments with that where were like, oh, this is actually pretty good, but then you know the chorus would come along and you're like, oh fuck, this is really bad. So there's nothing. I don't know, man. Maybe one day we'll do a Nickelback record.
1: I mean, like the song "How You Remind Me" has has become like this God, so butt bad. of so many jokes. That that a is a song. playlistable song though. No, it's not. If, if you're, How you
0: remind me is not a
1: playlist. If you're curating song. a playlist of just songs that will make people laugh, like that's that's going to be on well, there. Okay,
0: but not like in a serious playlist.
1: No, there's no way. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. It's no. not good. No, it's not. So yeah, it's embarrassingly uh, that's, bad. That's, um, I, I came out of this uh, a better man, I guess. Yeah, you did. Uh, there's a lot of. I'm stuff. proud of you. Oh, there's a lot of stuff here that I thought was really good. But I just, I can't, I can't get over the vocals. It's just, that's not my cup of tea. Um, most because I don't like big lumps of shit in my tea. And so that's why, I, uh, that's why I didn't really like it that much. So overall, my rating of this album is probably going to be a 1 point. i I'll do like 1.9. Okay, good. I'm, I'm glad you did that at least. I give it a 1.9. I'm never going uh. to listen to it in its entirety. Never, never, never. But there was a handful of songs on this album that I do actually really like.
0: That, that's promising because now I kind of have a feel of where you're at with the Wednesday career, with Wednesday's career. So next time I suggest we do a Wednesday-related album. I'll kind of have a better idea of where what album we should do because I kind of know what you like and what you don't like about the band. It's also or about him.
1: It's also weird to know because the late, 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 late show. I mm-hmm. I thought the highs on this album were higher than the late show, but the lows on this album were much lower than the late show. Huh, okay. So like what was good on this one was better than that, but what was bad about this one was much must was like the worst.
0: That's so weird to me. I'm surprised you like that record so much. I thought that was gonna be at the bottom of your list. Like I, I was the complete opposite. I thought songs from the recently deceased were gonna was gonna be your favorite. Yeah. And then the late, 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 late late show was gonna be at the bottom, but I don't know, man. I just can't read you all the time, I guess. Can't can't stand it. So you. you're gonna give this a one point you're gonna give this a 1.9 huh
1: i gotta stay true to the uh stay true to the rankings i'm never gonna listen to this again
0: (sighs) okay it's fair enough as long as you you like some of it i'm happy about that me with me you know wednesday 13 is one of my favorite musicians he's one of my favorite songwriters i think he writes really catchy and fun music tongue-in-cheek music i i love it like i said besides bullets and octane i've seen him more than any other band um i've dragged many friends to go see him i'm I I honestly think I've taken you to a Wednesday show before.
1: I, mean, I like, definitely would everybody. remember going to a Wednesday taken, Thirteen show.
0: I know I have. I even took Chris to a Wednesday Thirteen show one time. Like I took him to the show to a show at Showcase with Wednesday, and he had a blast. Even though he doesn't even like the music, he had a blast. But uh, but anyway, yeah, I met friends. I've met friends at Wednesday Thirteen shows who I still talk to to this day. I could never do them prior, except for seeing them at Wednesday shows. So it's like it's been like a cool community. It's been a cool place to meet people. And I have nothing but respect for this guy. I think he's really cool. Um, Frankenstein drag Queens. Isn't is my favorite era of his music, but it's still solid, like horror punk. And it's a lot of fun. So I'm going to have to give this one. I'm going to have to give this album a 2.9. <sighs> I can't. give. Oh it a my perfect God. Three.
1: I can't give it a perfect that, three. That's st- you, you, you gave it a perfect three basically. I didn't. Fucking I gave God. it a two point nine. I'm shaking my hand right now. Fucking good. <laughs> I
0: gave it a I gave it a two point nine. I love this record, but w- I think the only thing that that's really drawn me back is that the re-recorded versions of those three songs are better than this album's version. That's really the only thing, you know. I other than that, this, this album is great. I love this album.
1: What would you give songs from the recently deceased? Just like real quick ranking of uh, that. I'd probably rating. give that
0: a solid. okay like it's that's the one album by them that i i go back to the least or if i playlist any of the songs there's only like two or three songs i'll put consistently on a playlist it's good and i love that album but it's not it's not perfect but yeah 2.2 for that one okay but night of the night of the living drag queens great this album and viva Laws violence are solid 2.9 And then uh, the late, 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 late show is like a two point five for me. So there you go. There you go. Those are my rankings, man. Those are my rankings on on that.
1: Uh, I guess.
0: Dude, I can't wait till I have to make you listen to his solo albums because there's eight of them.
1: Dude,
0: why? Why
1: are there? He's he's getting in like Omar territory of just releasing the same song over and over and (laughs) over. He's been putting solo. His his first solo record came out in two thousand five. That's what Omar does. He puts out all these solo records, and they all sound the same. No, he puts out he put eight 40, okay eight 49 records, 49 solo eight albums. solo records in fifteen years. Eight solo
0: records in fifteen years. That's not much. bad. It's too much. But then you have to throw in the Murder Dolls record. You have to throw in the, the Gunfire seventy six, the Bourbon Crow. Did you read about his country his country stuff? No, he has like an outlaw country band that they put out two records. You might be interested in that. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but it's outlaw country. It's called Bourbon Crow. You should go check it out. Mm,
1: outlaw Country. Yeah.
0: There you go. Anyway, okay, so yeah, that's it. We we just did the Frankenstein Drag Queens from Planet 13 and their album Night of the Living Drag Queens and I'm I'm just so happy that Jeff has finally matured matured enough to like some some Wednesday 13. That's mm. great. It it's such a such a treat for me. Uh, do you got anything else to say, Jeff? Um,
1: I don't know.
0: Okay. Well, like I said, this is Asinine Radio. Thank you all for listening. Uh, I think next week we're doing Lag Wagon with a friend of the pod, David. He should be coming back on unless something comes up. Uh, so there you go. Go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. And uh, that's it. That's all from us. <laughs>
1: How that? That's good I just don't That's why I think that you're leaving You're lying you're not I'm leaving?
0: leaving.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's why I think that you're lying Because there's no fucking way, dude I will
0: say kiss at this moment Because I haven't heard a lot of kiss But I'm open to kiss, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That was really stupid.
1: (laughs) Oh, see? I'm not opposed Uh, to laughing. I love laughing. That's stupid. You hate laughing.